And welcome back to That's a Tough One, the toughest podcast ever is with me, one of your hosts, JD, and our other magnificent, beautiful, gorgeous, smart, intelligent host, Morgan. Thank you very much for that complimentary introduction. Thank you for doing all you do (laughs) for for me and the listeners. Mm, Okay, well... I'm super excited today. Because the Christmas spirit is upon us. Yes. But also because we get to talk about one of my favorite genres of, of film, of movies. <laughs> and what is that? Lifetime Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah. I do enjoy all Christmas movies, but I, I have a special place in my heart for Lifetime Christmas movies. They've really been stepping a game up over the last few years. Yes, and we're diving back into another movie review of a Lifetime movie that just came out. A- yeah. And the title, A Christmas Dance Reunion. Mm-hmm. Yes. And this movie, I think, had a lot of excitement and buzz because it's starring two of the leads of High School Musical, like the original High School Musical franchise, yeah. Monique Coleman and Corbin Blue. Oh, I love me some Corbin. I love me some Corbin Blue. Yeah. Yeah, he was in, oh, I can't remember that one show. I know this off topic when they were in Flying... They, the plane crash. It was like a loss for kids. Oh, okay. I was like a little too old for it, but I, mm-hmm. I, I was appreciating in it. Like he, and he was on there. Yeah, he had his floppy hair. I'm like, ain't no way you keeping that moisturizer on this island. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no freaking way. But I digress. Uh, quick synopsis of this 2021 Lifetime movie special, okay. A Christmas Dance Reunion. Sparks fly between a successful attorney and her childhood dancing partner as she leads the charge to cre- recreate a beloved Christmas tradition at the Winterly Resort. Mm. Yes, a drama romance movie. And real quick, I already kind of have, and just everybody at this point, this is okay. a completely spoiler review. So okay, we're spoiling. Yeah, so if you if you don't want to be spoiled, you go watch. You go on Lifetime and you watch that movie and you okay. come back here. Yep. But why didn't they say he was successful too? What you mean? In this little review, it's a successful lawyer and her childhood dancing partner. Um, he is a Broadway yeah. performer whose family owns a a whole resort in the mountains. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if he's not successful on his own, just as a Broadway performer. I like I'm not saying he has top billing in every performance, but they don't let at the end of the day, they don't let anybody just roll out there, no matter how good you are, just perform if you're not a people's person know how to interact uh, show up on time yeah i pre- i appreciate your logic mm-hmm. um but i do think that you you might you might just be speaking to your you know your the amateur nature of your understanding of christmas movies <laughs> because those of us who know our hallmark and lifetime christmas and now freeform too they're doing christmas movies too but if you know your christmas movies you would know that in in the couple that happens there can only be one person that's like big city successful high powered and the other person has to be anchored in that small town or wherever the the person is moving to so you even though they may be successful that by their own right they're still connected to that small town so that's always how one person is big shot city person and one person is secretly successful but also still in the small town so does that make you feel a little bit better for that description? Yes, that is how you tend to explain it to me. But <laughs> I do enjoy, I know we're kind of just talking about things we like a little bit, but I do enjoy at the end they corrected it in the fact that she didn't just abandon everything mm, to uh-huh. go there and save the resort. Yeah. She like, he said, oh, 
she said, I, I, I'll still work as a lawyer and be able to come here and focus on doing things to help this resort and, you know, make it, make it happen. Make a snap pop. Yeah. I mean, it's 2021 and I'm, I don't think COVID exists in the world of Christmas movies, but you know, she can do all her meetings virtually now. Work whatever you work wherever you licensed to to, to to practice law. So, yeah, I think uh, now what before we get going on the plot of the movie and our thoughts on it. What uh, what's your relationship to the High School Musical franchise? And you know, were you a big fan of um, Monique Coleman and and Corbin Blue's characters? Or I feel like when at the time it came out, I was just a little old enough that I, I never said I liked it, mm-hmm. but I, I always enjoyed this, the the High School Musical, High School Musical 1, High School Musical 2 was kind of a letdown, and okay. 3, they stepped their game back up, mm-hmm. because no, 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 stick to the stuff you know. Mm-hmm. I could have been extra. <laughs> mm. I could have been extra. Silent extra, you could have. Oh, put me out there. Get your, get your, get your head in the game. Oh. You can get your, get your, get your head in the game. <laughs> Okay. What about you? Um, so I think that I was firmly out of the Disney Channel by the time High School Musical came out. So just to date myself, uh, looks like High School Musical originally came out uh, in 2006. So yeah, at that point, I was getting ready to graduate from high school. I don't think I was really connected with High School Musical like that. But I do remember it being like a really big phenomenon culturally. And I can definitely tell you like who the main characters were, who the actors were, who were the stars coming out of it. And I've seen probably like enough scenes to have some type of context clues about what was happening in, in the movies, but I have never like sat down and watched the whole one. So I did know that, you know, uh, Monique Coleman was a character in there and the, the black guy was on the basketball team. Mm-hmm, and cool. so, yeah, so they all seem like very talented actors and so when I saw this movie come up, I was really excited to see them kind of get a leading role and to see there was going to be like a dancing and performing aspect to the movie too. I was very excited to see it. Real quick, High School Musical. Um, Corbin Blue was a whole D1 prospect as a five, like a five nine shooting guard. Uh, with so. floppy hair, floppy curly hair. <laughs> well, you know what? Good for him. And, you know, maybe it's, it's possible to be, as we've seen with Iman Shumpert, it's it's possible to be talented with your body in, in multiple ways, be a good dancer and a good basketball player. Yeah, hey, as this movie showed, Mr. Corbin Blue had the quick feet. Oh, yeah, and that was definitely probably one of the things that I would say made this movie stand out from other Lifetime movies or other, like, cable Hollywood, um, kind of Hollywood Christmas movies. So you have two actors who are actually really good actors. Mm, they have credits um, behind their name. Ta- well, yeah, credits behind their name, but also just like talented at acting. So yes. you could do a whole bunch of movies with Lifetime, but that does not mean you're a good actor. But I, I, I would say these two actors were good, good as the leads. The rest of the cast around them, for the most part, were pretty good, better, a little bit higher quality than you typically get in a Lifetime Christmas movie. Um, I think they had good chemistry, like probably the fact that they've known each other for a long time it really helped them sell the chemistry and then to actually watch them dance and you see that the actors are doing the dancing it's not like a you know not every single scene but like cuddle you're not cutting away from somebody's face or cutting zooming in on feet and you know it's not them doing the work like I think the dancing aspect kept the plot moving and it kept the movie interesting where I feel like sometimes those Christmas movies it can start to kind of lag in the middle when it's just them going from like coffee shop 
to sitting outside, to sitting inside, to decorating. Like, this, it's kind of the same set pieces, but I think to have them have something to do was really interesting. Yeah, I feel like in some of the ones you introduced me to, it's a lot of we're, we're just waiting for this main plot to get resolved. Yeah. But this yeah. One, for, for the most part, there were a couple of things where like, oh, it kind of slowed down, but for the most part, it kept everything moving. Definitely. And, and introducing something new to keep, keep me keep me tied into it. Yeah, I thought that the plot was still was still a classic Christmas plot. So you have your your main character who's our lead and she is a high powered lawyer and she goes home to visit her mom for Christmas and her mom is like, Oh, you got a letter from the hotel that used to um that she used to go to as a child and like the dance company that she was a part of. They're closing after a hundred years. And then make the decision to go up there and stay one last time and spend Christmas up there. And when they arrive, Corbin Blue's character is is also there. And so his uncle is a person who owns the the lodge or the resort. And so he's there to also kind of help um, say goodbye to the resort. Yeah, and we go from there. Yeah, they're, they're in one last hurrah to make this all happen and Monique's like you know what I'm gonna spice up this Christmas uh, yeah and she's like you know let's take some of the things that people loved about their experience here and their time here and put on just like put on some events and get invite some back the, the kids that, that danced there and stayed there um, they're still young they're still close enough to those memories what they'll maybe come and bring their families and so I thought it was like definitely your classic Christmas movie scenario but I also thought it was an interesting um, like the stakes were just high enough to make you invested in the plot of like, oh, how are they going to get the performance together? How are they, are they going to get more people in? And it's like throughout the movie, as you see more and more people come in, they have like a, um, a person who drives a trolley and every day she shows up with more people. And it's like exciting because you see the hotel come to life as more and more people come in. Yeah, they're getting more Christmas decorations. Yeah. The, the events get a little, a little better every, every time more people come in. Because at first, I know they started with like, of just doing the little cookies, decorating the cookies, and by the end they got a whole dance company uh, performance with the former guests that were children. Now they're adults, and now they're doing one last performance. As you know, like, and they had the kids there, so it's kind of like passing the torch to the the yeah. kids that were gonna carry on the tradition. Yeah, so I liked, I really liked that. I liked that they. Um, I think what also helped the plot move along was that they had a little bit of a couple little subplots going. So uh, one being Monique Coleman's mother in the movie is a widow. Her dad has passed. And the uncle who owns the resort, they're supposed to be like of a similar age. Yeah, single, and so they have single a, bachelor. Yeah, they have a little bit of a flirtation and a romance brewing too. So it's like you have two sets of characters that you're rooting for to get together. And I also think that was a nice little extra tidbit of just keeping the pace going, keeping the keep giving something to root for throughout the movie. Because you know that they're that that the two main characters are gonna get it together. Yes, and as a quick talking about the two main characters. Uh huh. I during the movie I had to look up and because I was pretty sure both those characters were married in real life. They are. And they are, but I had to look it up because there was so much chemistry <laughs> going on. I started sweating a little bit. I had to check my collar because I mean I believe you know that's hey that's called good acting. Yeah. I believe they, they were. They have good chemistry. Yeah, I believe they had crushes on each other to the extent that they were they were shy to try to explain their feelings but both the uncle and the mom knew like hey y'all like each other y'all need to stop this and it, you know what was weird when I looked it up they did have a lot of chemistry and I think they danced so well together 
And the fact that uh, Corbin Blue's wife is in the movie <laughs> was, was very interesting. Was she in the movie? She was in the movie. Was she the the, the, the single mother? The the very slim mom, yeah. Of the little, there was a precocious little girl who was adorable. Ah, she was that's great. His wife. That that's maybe I wonder if that's his daughter. Oh, that could. I know. <laughs> I'm like maybe maybe he had maybe that he was so good in the movie because he knew everybody on the set. He was related to everybody. You know what? And if it is, that makes sense because there's a scene when the single mom and the little girl get there and she just runs up and holds his hand. I'm like, that's the first yeah. time ever. Stranger danger, little girl. You don't know him yet. Uh-huh. Now I'm wondering. I'm like, I wonder if that's their child. Yeah, but I mean. They, oh, they it don't look like they have any kids. Okay. Well, that's tell a little girl not to run up and hold people's hands. She don't know. <laughs> but it's, it it was great because you could tell that chemistry just comes from working together since um since they were young well since she was a young adult and since Corbin was a teenager yeah um just working together all that time through different projects the high school musical projects and probably just knowing each other you know what I'm saying yeah like you yeah. call you come into town you call somebody up like hey you want to get coffee or get a lunch let's invite a, invite the families together because they they just seem comfortable around because sometimes we watch a movie with two. The, the people that are supposed to be the lead leads mm-hmm. of a couple, it just doesn't seem right. You can tell they met each other two weeks before filming, and mm-hmm. maybe by the end of the movie, they're a little more comfortable, or you you can tell certain scenes probably were shot out of order uh, because it's probably the last scene shot, but they're more comfortable with each other. Yeah, but, I think some of those characters, you can tell like by the end when they have that big kiss, that there's like, it's super tight-lipped. They, they don't really like each other. They don't really have any chemistry because they're not really cast casting these movies for chemistry. They just casting good looking, yeah. good looking guy, good looking but relatable looking woman, and they they give him a red scarf and a green coat or a green coat and a red scarf, and they say go film, you know. <laughs> but I do think that you can always tell when they put a little bit more effort into the script, into the setting, you know, into the into the casting, and then it just makes the movies. Um, really come to life in, in a way that some not all of them do um, another thing I really appreciated was you know Lifetime just in general striving to make content that is more diverse because I think for a really long time Hallmark had kind of just like Christmas movies in a headlock and they were churning out you know 20 you know 10 movies a year and they all had you know a very white heterosexual cast yes yes you when, know? I, when, when I see the when I'm when I'm on Hulu and I see the the pictures for the movies, it a lot of the cast look the same. I think one time I went like five in a row and it was all blonde headed blonde headed white lady, drop dead gorgeous man, yeah. and I know okay, well they're gonna end up together. That's the couple. Yeah, or it could be a it could be a brunette white lady with a with a blonde man. Sometimes <laughs> they do they do switch it up <laughs> in that nature. Yes. Um. But yeah. So and it's you know if you like those movies, it's nothing wrong with those. There are definitely some good Hallmark Christmas movies yeah, in there too. They're all good. But in their I, own way. I appreciate Lifetime for mixing it up, and I think they also by introducing more, um, you know, black actors, and they pulling like black actors who, you know, maybe like they were on a TV show in the nineties. And they're back doing, or the early 2000s, now they're back doing these movies in a similar way to like a Candace Cameron Bird doing the, doing the Hallmark movies. I think it's nice because you get to see some of your favorite actors from the 90s come back. You get to see a little bit more diversity in the movies. They're kind of leading the way on like, they have quite a few Christmas movies that are interracial. I think they have one this year where the two leads are Asian. They have, I think, one this year, last year, where the two, the two leads were um, LGBT. Mm-hmm. 
we had some LGBT rep- representation in the movie this time. And we also had some child actors who were in the disabled community too. And so, and it's not a thing like they're beating you over the head with it, but they're just people who exist in the world of the movie. And I think it's great to just see more diversity in Christmas films. Yes, yeah, so it was it was great seeing them. Hey, they exist. They're they're with the characters in their everyday lives, and they're they're involved. And it, it it's just that they're there. Like it's, it, they, I feel like they they made it important as they were involved. Yeah. In the movie, like it all it all came together. Yeah, I, right. I really liked that um, Lifetime is really pushing for more inclusivity. And I think as a result, we have seen Hallmark movies start to get a little bit more diverse. They're not, they're not hitting it in the same way that Lifetime is hitting it. But I think they are trying to include a little bit more diversity in their movies. And that's the way it's done. Like, I was really excited to see the Christmas movie with an Asian couple in it before. Because I don't think I have ever seen that before yeah i don't think i've ever seen that in any iteration i, I think i might i want to say I've, I've seen one where it was like a it was an interracial couple where one was asian the other one was a, a white male but i can't say that yeah, yeah. They, they don't just have two asian people on there for a, a christmas movie yeah and I, and I think it's cool i think the more creative you get with the casting and the, and the scenarios and the backgrounds or even like in this movie um the character one of the characters who they used to dance with she shows she's like one of the first people to come back and she's hopping in and working with them and she brings her daughter and there's no mention of like oh well my husband died or he's overseas or anything she just is a single mom mm-hmm. and that's fine and it's not you know and she has a great daughter and you can tell she's a great mom and I, I just think it's cool to just see like more real life bleeding into these movies a little bit but they're not losing their holiday cheer either they're not getting too heavy or too serious yeah they didn't have to explain themselves the why yeah why she why she's by herself like the, the scene with the two husbands yeah. they didn't have to explain themselves on on us being two husbands. They said, hey, we met here at this hotel. Yeah, we like the hotel. Yeah, we like it. We got a letter and we'll be happy to help you any way we can. And yeah. hey, we are we are together. You you assume that. They assume the audience is smart enough to understand. And they that. did kiss at the end too, so you knew they were a couple. Yes, sure. yes. Yeah. It, it, I guess I did make a little more obvious. But yeah, any couple would kiss. I was happy to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they did a great job just to say their their dance performance was good. I'm like, okay, so y'all haven't really danced since y'all were in like middle school and y'all just came together and knocked it out the park. Okay. All right. That's a, that's a yeah. lifetime movie. I would also say one thing I, one other thing I appreciated about the movie is the fact that the hairstylist, I'm not going to assume what his identity is, but his name was Tremaine. And I made a point to look <laughs> and shout him out because unlike a lot of these movies, mm-hmm. the main characters of colors, hair all look good. The mom had natural hair and it was bouncy and juicy and curly and popping. Monique Coleman's wig, one sitting up on top of her head, like how Disney Channel used to do her. Like, the, the, everybody's hair looks good. Everybody's clothing looks good. Even though I still don't know why, if you're in a Christmas movie, you have to wear high heels in the snow. I don't, I'll never get over that. But I thought the, the characters looked good as well. There was there was just enough snow, so it, it made sense. <laughs> I was I was comfortable with the, with the high heels because it was it didn't it didn't really snow until the end of the movie. I know, but they were in Canada, and she had on heat. You know her feet was cold. Like, they right. weren't even high heel boots. They was heels. Well, lifetime got away. We're gonna wear these heels. Oh. Y'all keep it up. Maybe if, if too many people listen to this podcast, they'll they'll get people in boots. I mean, lifetime act like there's no such thing as a, as a high heel boot. Like you can wear a closed toe boot, open even toe. there even snow boots with heels. 
you you gonna risk everything just for the movie. It's aesthetics. <laughs> I said, nah, buddy. But um, anything else that you really liked about the movie? Um, I I think we hit on most of it. I I like all the beats they were hitting. I, yeah. I love that the. Because you can, you can tell from the start of the movie to the end, like, the uncle, all the joy he was experiencing. Because, you know, like, yeah, when um, yeah. when Corbin Blue's character was telling Monique, like, hey, uh, we accepted that we had to clo- close the hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really shouldn't do, like, the new the news thing they were going to do to try to save him. Yeah. Um, but you could tell the uncle, like, at the beginning, he, was, he wasn't... Uh, angry but he was he was you could tell he was a little sad a little somber by the end he's, he's like a big jolly santa claus he's running around got a new to, girlfriend hey hey <laughs> how did they ever really address that they're gonna be together they kissed at the end of the movie they did kiss hey, i feel like and it it's was, a christmas movie yeah. so you can you can go ahead and infer yeah i feel like they were probably doing a little more than kiss in the other parts of the movie when i was like oh yeah. now where are they at I thought you were gonna hear some macaroni stir. I ain't gonna say nothing. But uh Listen, you 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 in the twilight of your life and you make a connection, you ain't finna waste no time playing hey, no game. We gotta we gotta do it. I can, I'm gonna make it do what it do, baby. He went up there and turned on that Luther Vandross Christmas album and she was looking all good. When I say the mother oh, yeah. the mother who was a plus size woman at the end of the movie, she wears this green sequin dress. And I mean, when she they put her in that dress, like she is curvy. Her skin was popping ten against that emerald green. I'm like, now you gonna put Monique Coleman in this little dress, and you gonna have her mama yeah, outdo mama, her? Mama had the better dress. Ooh, mama had the better no, dress. Mama dress. And I will say that it was great lighting for all those, all these black characters. Mm-hmm. They had great lighting because I I remember back in the back in the day in the early 2000s, they yeah. had that rinky dink lighting, and then it just. Especially on a black person's skin, if you got bad lighting, it's gonna really mm-hmm. show that skin drinks up that light. Everybody was glowing throughout the movie, all yeah. the different shades. I, I thought it was a good movie. I think, um, you know, if we're looking, if we're taking a step back and we're looking at the diverse, um, lifetime movies with a with at least one black lead. I would say this one is one of my favorites because I think sometimes like the Tatiana Ali ones can get real dry. <laughs> um, they can be real boring. I think the Kyla Pratt ones are pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think of course you you know Merry Little Christmas is always gonna have a special place in my heart. I think those are good. But I would say this one was was a great a great entry, and I hope to see Monique Coleman and Corbin Blue maybe team up again for an, another lifetime Christmas movie. You know, start a new story. Because I think the story pretty much has closed. You, they closed the book on this one. But I would love to see them continue on working with Lifetime. I would love to see Lifetime get more people who are like dancers or singers or things like that. Um, not Tony Braxton because the Tony Braxton one was probably the worst one. That one was horrendous. Lifetime. Y'all should probably just go ahead and burn that one. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so I would say if you if you like Lifetime movies, if you like Black Lifetime movies, this one is a must watch. It was really good. Yes, yes. I, I enjoyed all of it. It was great. We mm-hmm. got a great scene with the reindeer coming out while he was trying to show off to Monique. Um, besides the fake snow, the CGI you snow. You and the CGI snow. <laughs> I'm just happy they had a the budget for the CGI snow, but maybe next time don't have the budget for that CGI snow. Besides that, everything was great. I enjoyed all the characters. Yeah. I thought it was great how they came together at the end and they got all the performers to do that dance routine. I'm like, wow, you guys remember a lot from your middle school, early high school days to go out there and bust all those moves. But it was, I had, I, 
if you don't stop, he see your problem is you overthink these movies. You have to put on your lifetime Chris. You have to put your Chris movie hat on. I was there with it. I, I'm take, all in. Let yourself get swept up in the spirit of the season. I, hey, I I let it be okay. I, <laughs> I never. I I only brought up a couple times how I thought it was creepy. He kept that pin for all those years. <laughs> He's it's like, the magic of Christmas. That's the answer to everything. The magic of Christmas. Remember that pin you left 15 years ago? Mm-hmm. I got it right here. It's the magic of Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> That's magical, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to say, hey, I had a good time. I, yeah. I, would, I would watch it again to get in the holiday spirit. I know. I think I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing to watch these movies. I think we're going to... Well, my personal goal is to try to catch the one... That was advertised with with the couple who was Asian or Asian American. Try to watch that one and review it if we can, or if not, possibly even catch the OG Black Christmas movie, <laughs> which is a Divas Christmas Carol starring Vanessa Williams. And that one, is, that was when VH VH One was doing Christmas movies. Ooh. So that one, I that we may have to try to find that one on YouTube. But yeah, I'm gonna refresh myself on that one. I can't remember, but I'll be happy. <laughs> I'll to watch sing us through you. it. I'll sing us through it. Oh, that'll be that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that that'll be an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. But hey. Thank y'all again for coming here and listening to us. Hopefully mm-hmm. y'all are back on the next one and we'll be out. Be sure to have it out shortly enough for y'all to listen to for the holiday spirit. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Bye. Bye.